Okay, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the WOMCast. This is the Nick and Tony show. We've like rebranded the whole thing since we last did a show. Literally, yeah, we've, we, there's so much growth. So, so much. Incre- I mean, we're pretty much viral at this point. An abnormal amount of growth, man. <laughs> we're on audio, we're on everything, dude. So, I mean, it's just, we're here. <laughs> we're like the current state of things, we're everywhere. Yeah, we're everywhere. The current state. <laughs> the thing. <laughs> the thing. <laughs> the thing. Yeah, it's kind of crazy right now, but. Yeah, if you guys are listening on audio, then you've already found our, our our podcast on audio. But if you're on video, we do have an audio form of this podcast as well. It's on Spotify, iTunes. If you just look up WOMCast, you'll be able to find it. All that kind of stuff. And yeah. It's yeah, and make sure to rate and review if you're on Apple. Oh, yeah. Frick, dude. That'd be really great. and really help out the podcast, the show, if you're getting value, if you like what we talk about. And if you hate it, just keep it to yourself. Yes, please don't tell us. <laughs> please don't tell us at all. <laughs> Well, man, it's been what almost like maybe a month since we even did one. Maybe of these. yeah, it's been a few weeks because we were we I'm excited a, to catch up. Yeah, me too, bro. Me too. So um, I was reading in the news like this last week, though. I think I told you about this, which is kind of crazy for people that are, you know, content creation and stuff like that. Is yeah. I found that consumption through this whole stuff we're in and the whole quarantine and all that stuff, um, the cons- consumption's up like sixty percent right now. For what? For like content consumption, like actually watching things watching shows yeah. watching youtube watching twitch like all that stuff is up 60 percent right now which is kind of crazy i thought well, well i mean what are they gonna people do are like literally at home like like in la we're pretty much on a lockdown we can't even really leave much. i know I, that's the thing that's crazy is i like w- like i think i heard it this morning on some video i watched that like we'll talk about this time in history for a long time like this something like this yeah. has not happened in about 100 years well, I was, yeah, I was sitting on the balcony, right? Yeah. This is the crazy thing. I was, I was literally standing on the balcony and an Amazon guy came to the, the gate, right? Okay. And he went in and then he was, uh, talking to somebody. They come back out and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a treadmill or something. And so they bring it in and he's literally bought a Bowflex like gym setup for his, his like apartment just i'm guessing because of this whole thing like yeah probably like, he literally is like setting up a whole bowflex gym in his house which is bowflex is just like those like little yeah, like yeah, yeah. band things or whatever uh i don't freaking know i don't work out so <laughs> i know right you're like it's the it's, it's the, Bo- the thing where you're the, doing the thing and you're, isn't you're chuck norris lifting. or arnold schwarzenegger someone <laughs> someone backs that thing <laughs> somebody um but then he uh yeah he's like bringing that thing and i'm just sitting there thinking i'm like this is a crazy time I was even like up late the other night thinking about it and I was about, I was, I talked about this on stream, but I was about to fall asleep. Like the moment where you're about to fall asleep, I could feel it. And then all of a sudden my brain goes, what if this thing got like worse and you had to like have your own food and your own water and your own, like it's martial law out there. Everything's crazy. And I was like, frick. And so I start Googling like, what would happen? Like no, like survival kits. And stuff <laughs> oh like that. no way! And I'm like, frick, dude, you're they're all be sold one of those out. People. I'm like, oh don't God. be one of those people. Dude, dude, was... you're, you're gonna be one of those toilet paper people, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm I'm close, man. I'm close, but yeah, it's a crazy time, man. And the fact that content consumption, right. which I I've been like trying not to use the word content lately because it's, I feel it's like kind it's of a so... pretentious word to be honest with you. I'm it not is. a huge fan of the word. It is unless I'm like trying to be funny and pretentious. I'm yeah, like, no, literally, I can't stand that term because it feels like you're so like above everybody else for some reason. <laughs> I don't know because I I remember when I before I even did what I did, yeah. I heard people say that, and I would be like, 
you are the most snobby little bro- yeah i'm in i'm in content creation you know i just co- yeah. create the content for people to just eat up you know and uh i feel like I we should call it, it something weird you know like video maker i know well that's kind of or- what i've what i've adopted is i'll just tell people like oh i'm in video so like, or I'm like, I do video production or like, again, that's a little pretentious, a little bit just getting there, but it's yeah. not as bad as content creation. Content you know? creation is like content, the, the yeah. epitome of things I don't want to be. Well, I don't know if you remember before growing up and before like the word entrepreneur was a really cool word yeah. to say is like that word almost was like, so you're jobless. Like, like oh, that's <laughs> the, that's the worst word though, too. It's pretty, whenever someone deems themselves themselves an entrepreneur, I'm an, it's like someone deeming themselves a master of something. <laughs> Like, why would you deem yourself a master of I feel whatever? Like, but I feel like that's the thing. That title of entrepreneur has to be thrust upon you from having multiple ventures be successful. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just weird for me to think that. But, like, you legitimately, like, I think of entrepreneurs like Mark Cuban, the guys on Shark Tank. That's an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, yeah Maybe yeah. that's more of a mogul. I don't know the difference between yeah, the two. Yeah, you're, but... you're like, your supplements business is not yeah. like a, you're not an entrepreneur. <laughs> or you're like, I'm I, yeah, I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers, but... Your your essential oils business. Yeah. Like entrepreneur. I mean, here's the your thing. Plug it's and play. It's a, a plug and play. But you should here, call but yourself here, that. Yeah, I will say this. Here's the thing, though. I will say, like, all that stuff, though, is legit. Like, you are, like, grinding your yeah, face yeah, off. Yeah, it's yeah. legit. Like, you literally have to work super hard. But I will say, I'm just saying the word itself, entrepreneur, to me, just feels, like, yeah. so, like, oh, I'm cool. Like, I wish, you know, like, I you know, I, I don't know. I remember as a kid just thinking, that, like, does this person have a job? Yeah, like, actually being an entrepreneur is a good thing. Like, yeah. if you're going to... Like you should try to get your own business or even if you have a side thing or something like that, you should do that. Yeah. But just don't put it in your Instagram bio. That That's a, gr- don't do that. that's a great way to put that. Don't put it in your Instagram like, bio. Like I think now more than ever, like people who have their own business or doing their own thing, like mm-hmm. are, are like, yeah, this is why I would want to do this because yeah. this is kind of crazy going on. But, um, or even like online business or stuff like that. Well, but here's the thing though. Just, I go back and forth though, because then I think about this, I think about how like, you know, there's always that imposter syndrome. Like when you're, when you're starting to do something. So yeah. I'm thinking about like a person now that my mind's like going to think about the person who's starting essential oils or even someone who's a streamer, right? I'd be like, Oh, I'm a streamer. It's like, well, you're not making any money from it. So, but you want to call yourself a streamer because it's like, you want to break through that like imposter mentality. You think like, mm. Oh, like for me, if like I say content creation, which some of my bios, I think it, like my LinkedIn mostly says <laughs> more yeah. than anything else, but it's more like, okay, these are what people, the terms people know and are using maybe. Yeah. So it's hard because I, I, I cringe inwardly when I hear it, but then there's also the value of like, oh man, like, but I should call myself, if I'm really wanting to be that, I should call myself yeah. that, you know, but I know I totally just contradicted myself completely. I don't know. I feel like, I but, feel like all those like titles and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of times, and this is a good like point for anyone listening for like streamer, like people starting out streaming and stuff like that. You feel like you want to place yourself and prove yourself to people. And I think that can yeah. be a dangerous mentality because it, you want to do this thing because you love it and you're passionate about it. And, and that's awesome. And if you're competitive, then yeah, maybe you want to prove yourself to people, but you don't want the central piece of who you are with in whatever you're doing to be like this whole idea of proving it to somebody. And for me, it, it, it rides on that sometimes with what I do, because there's people who like, I've, I've caught wind of some people who I like we used to work with in like church or mm-hmm. wherever or whatever. They think I'm crazy. Like they think I'm insane of like what I'm doing and I want to prove it to them. Like, Oh frick. Yeah. You know, but if it becomes that, then the low times, like when it's not working out hurt that much more. And I think for me, I've, I've started to realize, especially in like the recent times, I've got to really just stay like, Oh, this is what I love. 
I can't picture myself doing anything else other than like creating in a, some facet like this. And well, so, and sometimes I think what I'm like, what I think too is when people use a negative experience like that, yeah, maybe as a spark or a catalyst to start something mm. that can work really well. Like, yeah. oh, like this teacher said this about me, and I want to like, <laughs> and it's like that spark that starts you going. Yeah. The only thing that's hard is that you can't actually use that as the long term fuel, though. Like. If yeah. you throw that in your long-term fuel tank, you're just going to become resentful. You're going to become like everything's out to just prove these people wrong. Yep. It actually creates like bitterness. It's just like not a good like even like ingredients. If you do get successful, it's just not good ingredients. Yeah. No, that makes sense to me. I think like kind of what we were talking about, how we got onto all this, this idea of it, like people watching more and being like in that space more. Um, you can kind of couple a lot of those things together where you're like, there's so many more people watching for me. That's like great, but it's also a pressure of what do I do with that? You know? Right. Or not even like people watching me, but just overall people are, are at home, you know, what do I do with that? And for me where I've kind of decided to pour a little bit of my like focus into recently is just streaming a lot, streaming a lot, uh, trying to get some like clips out of that, put those on Instagram, you know, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. And then hopefully at some point get a couple of YouTube videos out during this time. But really to create a place for like my community to come and hang out when they're not, you know, when they're like tired of what they're hearing in the media or when they're like, whatever's going on, you know? And I think it's an opportunity for a lot of people. And I hope a lot of people kind of see that, um, as an opportunity to really create a place, not an opportunity to like, I don't know, capitalize on people. You know, I don't know. Well, no, that's the thing is people will see this one of two ways. They'll run into this coronavirus thing. I just said the word. You're fine. I don't Whatever. Demonetized. Done. <laughs> um, cancel culture. Yeah. Hashtag canceled. So the problem is people can see this whole thing as life destroying. Yeah. Right. Or it can actually be fertilizer to grow something that's incredible. It can be a season yeah. and a time where if you like actually work hard, double down, fill the ground, like work harder, you can actually see extreme growth. Yeah. Because again, the opportunity is so rich out there, especially for our field. You know, some other fields, maybe not in other places, we're not so much, but like for us and what we're doing, there's actually tremendous opportunity. Yeah. And so it's a matter of just not letting fear paralyze and letting the news and this on that paralyze. Yeah. But if we can actually use that to like motivation to go harder and to actually double down in this time, we can see drastic results and not just from like numbers growth wise, but drastic impact. Like you're talking about people are freaking out. If we haven't, if you guys haven't like watched the news or heard it, like scenes, like people are freaking out. Like if you watch some of the live streams of like, like when Trump does his like daily briefings yeah, and you ever see the comments of like, it's just crazy. Like yeah. people are freaking out and you know, yeah, it's a serious thing. But at the same time, that fear can't be the like a paralysis. Yeah, it just because well, people they and I I've, I saw this this week. I tweeted something out about it. Like streamers, even small like people small communities, or even like just people who are YouTubers or whatever, you have an opportunity to either like feel that panic, or you have an opportunity to to really like tell people to worry about the controllables. Right? There's only things, so many things we can control with this whole thing, and. I, I, that all stemmed from me watching a stream in, in the morning, like right before I went live. Okay. And there's this guy just like freaking out, like pouring out his, like his like fear into the stream. Like, and he's like, I'm just being authentic, but you can't hide behind that because you're actually leading people to do the same. So what he was doing was he was talking about his wife might, you know, not be able to work. And he's like, and now 
you know, I don't even know if my, my merch will be able to get out because of this. And it was just all financial. And it was all this like huge financial stress of, right. well, now I don't even know about our house that we're looking to build and this and this. And he's like, and he said these, this phrase, which really like encapsulated what he was trying to say to people. He was like, this is just the beginning chat. This is just the beginning. And that was just the whole idea of this big, like idea of fear and really like bringing upon like fear into people and into, into his community. And I was like, that's not how we need to handle it. Especially as like a leader of a community, you have to handle it in a way where it's like, you got to show people the positive side, but also don't be like unrealistic, but you got to also show people the controllables and incite or like give a little people, give people insight on how to be positive in these in kind of dark times. So, yeah, I don't I, know. It's, it was interesting. It was a really interesting idea. Yeah, and here's the here's the thing: is that we think we don't have fear. Yeah, everybody has fear. So, the courageous or the brave person, what they do is they do what they do in the face of that fear. Where people maybe that succumb to fear, give into panic, yeah. give into those kind of things, and that's where like people get killed. Like, I, I, that's just what happens. Like, yeah. like if a sinking ship, like all that, like and they always say, like, don't panic because if mass panic happens, that's actually probably more lethal than a yeah. lot of things that are actually happening because people can get trampled on people. I mean, it's just like crazy what can happen. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just like, it's just a key example. You just shared of like people need to realize this is happening right now. What can I control my response to it and what the way I see it. And also like the way I project onto other people mm-hmm. around me, you know, some people think that they can just, especially when it comes to like streaming or YouTube, they have this influence and they think like, oh, it's it's actually just a place for me to like vomit out stuff. And the problem with that is those people that are like following you and like being a part of your community, those kind of things. Now you're just infecting them. No yeah. pun intended, but yeah, yeah. No, you're infecting them with this panic mindset and it actually doesn't help anything. Like if yeah. we look at history and any kind of big events like this, that panic, that literally is the worst thing that can happen. Mm. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I I think it all stems from like a lot of people don't understand. Even when you have a small community, you have an impact. And and I think we see that even recently with a lot of streamers getting banned or doing stupid stuff. And it's like, like people just like, like saying the N word or doing like crazy things that really like some guy recently like fired a gun off on stream. I don't know if you heard about that. Yes, you told, yeah, I think you started telling about that earlier. Yeah. Like pulling out like getting drunk pulling out a gun and like thinking it's not loaded and shooting it like that guy's a great guy but it's a stupid moment where you're not realizing the impact that you can have and now it's kind of it's really like hurt them as a person and that might be a lot to do with their stream teams not like like really like phase is one one of the guys on phase you know like really messed up and said like the n-word while they were like playing and really like said it you know and and you start to see these kids not being educated like oh you have a platform and you actually impact people you do something wrong it'll go loud like it'll be like really loud and people know about it well it's kind of like this i don't care what a how old you are yeah if you're 13 years old which i think is the minimum age for for twitch i, no I forget what yeah. the minimum age for twitch is but like if you're streaming and you're like i don't care if you're 13 if you're 47 anywhere in between when you start to invest in creating a community and creating like a following, whether that's in Twitch or even social media stuff, doesn't even have so they have to be like video creation or those kind of things. You realize like you have a responsibility at that point, and that anything you say echoes 
Like yeah. it, it has an echoing impact on even if you only see yourself. I only have 50 followers. I only have two followers. Like yeah. those are human beings. Like yeah. those are actual human beings that have gone, I want to follow unless it's a bot, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like these are actual human beings. Like we think, oh, I only have this many followers or only have this many viewers. That's how many people are actually watching your stream right now. Yeah. And even if it's two, even if it's five, like that's five human beings that are, that are watching you mm -hmm. or you have you open or listening to you. Absolutely. And you have an impact and what you're, you're, what you say, your words can either be a weapon, like a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah. Or it can be some of the most life giving, most inspiring, most the way, like actually lifting other people's other people up and yeah. making them even the best way, the best person they can be. Yeah. And so that's the option. Yeah, it, it, it's, and that's kind of like where I think we can, we can leave off on that like topic because it's, I think people like their communities, they need to realize they have a community. You need to talk to it in, in a way where it's like, you can't just like use it for your own ther therapy. It's that's not like so you just pouring out, you know? And so with this whole like thing, if you're scared about the coronavirus or you're scared about whatever is going to happen coming up or whatever, whatever, um, you need to not use your stream as a vent venting place. Uh, you need to use your stream as something that's, you know, be, be a leader. Don't be somebody who's just like, just talk, 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 talk. Cause you'll get yourself in trouble and you'll get yourself in trouble bigger than what you probably think you would. Um, and that, and that's for me, like with that streamer, I really actually liked the guy who said it too and was doing mm -hmm. that. And I, I, I don't think any differently, differently of him. I think he just was just spewing, you know, but you got it. You got to be careful. You got to be really, really careful because you're going to incite panic in, the, in a time like this. And so be the hope, be the light in a dark time like this. One thing though, that I'm trying to do differently recently. Uh, and you, and you, you've kind of told me this for a while is like, talk to people about their streams and teach people about streams. Mm. And I think that's a topic we can move into. I like that. That's Cause cool. I want to talk about changing your uh your content like change like okay. changing content because yep. i'm in a big like transition area right now it's a really scary area but it's been really fun too uh and i want to hear some of your opinions on like that whole thing right um, so for me what i've done recently is i've started doing a lot more like tutorials on instagram okay uh for streamers and new streamers that kind of stuff really mm -hmm. obviously because i'm not like some big streamer i'm starting to do a lot more tutorials on instagram uh i've started to do um a little bit more of that like on stream as well. And then I've started playing completely different games. So I'm not even playing like really a lot of battle royales right now. Okay. I've been playing a lot of single player games. I've been doing like a lot more just chatting. I've been doing just like whatever I kind of like am branding it. Like whatever the heck we want to do, we're doing that today, you know? And I always say like, when I say we, I mean, we, as in like, we'll decide what we want to do kind of a thing. What, what is your thoughts on, I guess like when you have to rebrand a, a YouTube channel or you have mm -hmm. to rebrand like, like does that need to happen consistently? Does that, is that something that you think is like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I think my initial thought is this is if you're in a place of you're getting serious traction and serious growth. Yeah. And you change something. I'd be very hesitant to do that. Yeah. If you're in the in the midst of massive momentum and like massive upswing and it's just growing and growing and people are loving what you're putting out. Um, for example, say like you, you know, started streaming, um, I don't know, Call of Duty and all of a sudden your views went through the roof. Yeah. I would be like, play Call of Duty every day. Yeah. Like, because your, your, your reach is so big and your influence is so big and people are liking that, that your experience with interacting with Call of Duty, they like that. Now here's the, here's the problem. 
is that too many people at the beginning go like, I'm going to pigeonhole myself no matter what. Yeah. I think experimenting and change is actually a great thing, especially for streaming because, especially in streaming, streaming is every day if you do it a lot every day, mm-hmm. you know? And if it's the same show every single day, the same show or the same yeah. experience every single day, uh, that can grow old quick. Like for people that are super fans that tune yeah. in every day, they know, oh, this is, and it just gets tiresome. So you do have to find a way to change things up. We call it when we do YouTube videos, we, we do a, what's called a pattern interrupt. So you might be watching a video. For example, you know, me and my wife just dropped a video today and it was a grilled cheese recipe. So she's talking about these things at the beginning of the grilled cheese recipe and kind of talking about stuff. And then all of a sudden our dog was in the kitchen and I cut away to like the dog looking up and then came looking at the dogs like, hey, get out of here, get out. Yeah, like, yeah. And it just pattern interrupt. Even though it was a simple tutorial video, it put a pattern interrupt and reset yeah. people's attention. So it's actually really good to throw pattern interrupts in. Like some of the bits you do that you pattern interrupt with are just brilliant. So one of the ones I saw today that you did was having Jordan bring in the mug. Yeah. That was a pattern interrupt. People mm. used to seeing you reveal the mug. That's way. That's the way it happens. Yeah. Pattern interrupt. Dude, I was literally laughing so hard in my room watching that on well, my I think, phone. And how I think about it for streamers is, um, and for myself, I'm trying to like rethink a little bit of how I look at streaming because I got into that space where I was hitting something that was really successful, right? Right. And so now I'm doubling down. And I'm tripling yeah, down. And yeah. I'm, I'm quadrupling down on like random duos, stuff like that, right, right? Right, right, Oh, I'm doing really well on this. And then I didn't see it before my audience saw it where it got stale and then that's when i had a huge dip in my channel Mm -hmm. and it's not i always say it's not all about numbers but a long-term numbers will kind of start to tell you a little bit of a story they will uh and it's kind of a harsh reality sometimes and so for me i realized oh shoot i'm doubling down and it became stale because i stream for so much and i've got to create things again like i when i started i used to create things like crazy that were like always new and different and pattern interruptions that were just like people Mm -hmm. didn't know what to expect next. Right. And that's what creates people not wanting to miss it. And so for me, I had to look, it was really hard for me and really like hit me kind of deeply because I had to start to, to, to look at, Oh shoot. I, I'm not entertaining right now. And that had to be a harsh reality. And it wasn't that people just couldn't make it. It was that they didn't want to make it. And that was really like hit me kind of deep, but also motivated me and also like made me something, say something like, okay, let's reverse engineer, engineer this now. And let's try to do something like people are not going to expect and people are going to, and I think I'm starting to hit a little bit of that space now, but I've kind of started to say to people, once you hit that entertaining area where you're like, Oh, I'm firing on all cylinders. You got to start to think what's next because don't just double down and be like, this will last forever. You got to think what's next and go towards that. Especially, I will say this too, especially in streaming. Especially, oh, yeah. No, I, I think mainly in streaming. Especially in streaming. Mainly in streaming. Especially because I was thinking about this, like within the YouTube channel and the stuff that I do for work, is that we do change things. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing with Twitch is most of the people who are following you see almost every stream. Like, yeah. they're, like they're your true, they're like, boom, they're there. Like, it's yeah. kind of like a momentum thing. Someone who followed you maybe like eight months ago and hasn't watched in a few months, it's not like we're YouTube. If I upload with a subscriber that uploaded a year that like followed me a year ago, even if he doesn't watch every single one of my videos, a video might pop up on his feed. Yeah. Where that doesn't necessarily happen in Twitch. You know, people like I don't think that really that team organic reach them that way happens where they get reconnected with you at multiple different levels. Yeah. And those videos are are just like little like, you know, robots working for you where that's where it changes in YouTube a little bit. But I will say, though, even in YouTube, 
is that if you keep doing the same thing and the same uploads and the same thing and the same thing and, it, and people begin to expect that, the same thing happens on a, on a macro level yeah. is that people can actually find you. Uh, like think about it this way. When a TV show gets that way, when a TV show burns out, mm-hmm. right? That's one of the great things that Breaking Bad did. Before the, the show burned out and got predictable, it was like, well, this is the end. Yep. And left people wanting more. So here's the thing I would always say for, I would say for newer streamers or even newer, newer content creators. I hate to use that word, but that's just the word. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I would say this. Try doing less, but more in that less. So what I mean by that is, you know, th- you see people streaming every day or even Nick, like you, you're not just starting, but like people just starting. I wouldn't necessarily encourage you to go, I'm going to go live every single day for eight no. to 10 hours a day. You actually need to drum up outside things. You need to be working on other things to help build that stream up, even to just invest creati- creativity into that stream. Yeah. Like, be, I mean, what would it take for you to come the most prepared and give the best stream of your life? Yeah. And start thinking in that frame of mind because more and more we're seeing on YouTube, especially, and I would even hypothesize for streaming and those kind of things is like quality really matters oh yeah like quality really matters and yeah if you can do a ton more quantity and the quality stays the same do it well, but most people can't do that and and it quality really matters well and that's kind of something that i hold true to right i try to hold like i, I really i'm trying to hold true to and, and believe in because it's you can't control the viewer count and you can't control the numbers like you know like you just can't uh you can do things that are kind of like maybe Gen- might generate that number a little bit more but it, it's just you've got to just believe that you're going to create something that people don't want to miss and that's for me personally like has been probably the my biggest stressor what keeps me up at night is like okay how can i do that over and over again and right now i'm i'm doing a spurt during this whole like coronavirus thing that's going on i'm doing a spurt of eight to ten hour streams every single day so like i'm just like Right. Hunkering down and just doing it uh, because I believe that people are home right now and, and they need a place to escape and I want to, I want to create that. And so I know that's not going to be maintainable. I know that's not going to be it's something for a I season. Can do forever, yeah. but it's going to be a season. And so it's like strategically thinking through like, oh, I'm going to do this and play through games that'll kind of like people can sit there and watch a whole story and, and do this kind of stuff. And that's a huge pattern shift for me. And so people, mm-hmm. whenever I, when they go on Twitch, I'm pretty much on like now. So like they know I'm here. And so then coming up, I got a couple of plans to like do something just that they wouldn't expect, you know? And mm-hmm. so I think for me, I think a lot of people are scared to venture outside of their face cam over a, a battle royale game. They are. And they're scared to do that. And so I just, um, I want to go the, the direction that people aren't going. And that's kind of what I'm trying to think through right now. But I'm also like, I sit at my desk in the morning sometimes and I'm like, I don't know where else to go. And that kind of scares me. But then I just think they're like, oh, just keep going that that way. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of right. how I think about it. Like, keep going this direction. Don't worry about, like, I have to know exactly every single little thing. Well, if, and here's the thing. Ultimately, you could try this. And if it doesn't work, you could switch to something else. Like, people get so thing like, oh, well, if I make this decision, it's going to yeah. be my life sentence. Yeah. I have to do this. I'm always going to be this way. No, there's nothing wrong with switching. It's like yeah. one of the best gifts of 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 being a human is you can go yeah I changed my mind. People like to be mm. right all the time. When's the last time in a, in, a, in a debate you've been with somebody or like on like an argument and going like you know what yeah I changed my mind. Yeah, that's like just never happens in a conversation or any kind of like you know debate or anything like that. And I think we have mm. to embrace that ability to go no I changed my mind. Like really for me over point. this last two years, 
like I went hard into pro like trying to be pro gaming for Overwatch and was doing streaming and then you know was doing like people would be like oh what he's just all over the place he's like yeah I changed my mind I, I tried that my best I tried this my best changed my mind mm-hmm. and if I didn't change my mind if I would have just like no 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 I can't change my mind no I gotta be right the whole, it's like I wouldn't be where I am today because if I didn't change my mind and make it make a decision then that's okay and that's so weird because it's it's not okay in our society to change your mind. Like right. it's really not, especially when it comes to what you want to do versus what you're doing or, or whatever it is, you know, and it's a, it's a really like good thing to give yourself permission of like, no, it's okay for me to change my mind. People and and it doesn't matter what people think about it. Cause like even right there, I'm like going to say like people will think this and that's okay. You know what I mean? But it's like, it doesn't matter. You don't even have to go let your mind go to that place of what people are going to think. And, Really, with what we do, we can't allow ourselves to go to like, what, what will people think? Because it's crazy what we like, it's crazy what we do, you know? And even with with this whole thing of, you know, financially speaking, for me, like with what's happening right now in the world with the whole coronavirus and all that kind of stuff, is you can't let your mind go too far with it because you're just going to be paralyzed and you're going to be stop, you know? And so for me, Jordan and I are kind of talking about like getting creative financially. Like how can we make sure that we're going to be taken care of during this time? And, and we're not going to rely that, Oh, people they are going to, they're going to pause rent or they're going to pause like whatever, you know, even though they might, but it's like, they can't just do that, you know, forever. So it's like, how are we going to get creative if she can't work and we can't go outside for the next, you know, whatever. And so, um, I think looking at them as challenges, not problems is a huge deal. So well, any, any obstacle, anything that's been greatly achieved in life, in history, has been in the face of an obstacle. Mm. Whether that's been the civil rights movement, whether that's been yeah. landing on the moon, whether that's been, there's that's mass. That's fake, by the way. It's fake? Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> well, whether, I was talking about the 60s one I was talking about recently. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, but anything that's been accomplished in life that's great started in the midst of obstacle yeah. and limitation. That's literally the recipe of something amazing. It has to have that. Think about all the best movies of all time. Mm. Shawshank Redemption. We just watched. Yeah, we did. We, we just watched, watched Shawshank Redemption. So freaking good. Number one movie on IMDb. It's amazing. But anyways, Cammy wasn't impressed. By I the know. Way. I don't know. My wife. She didn't really like that movie. Yet. She's like, oh. She's like, I don't like prison movies. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're so surface level. <laughs> um. Anyways, Can we watch trolls. <laughs> <laughs> Can we watch a Disney movie? But like even Shawshank Redemption, like a movie like that, it's like the obstacle, like he's in prison for a crime he didn't commit for years and years. It's like and it's, yeah. that's what makes the movie amazing. Like is these kind all these ingredients that happen, these massive limitation. You can't I mean he's in jail. Talk about limitation. Yeah. You know, all those amazing things that we aspire to be. You know, whether whether it's the biggest content creator, whether it's the biggest streamer, yeah. they have all done it in the face of obstacle and limitations. They haven't had the gear. They haven't had the money. They haven't had enough time. They haven't had like all those obstacles have existed for yeah. every single person that's been successful. Hmm. That's an, it's a, it's just a weird, it's a weird time. I think definitely when you look at it, it's like, it's an obstacle. It's not, it is. It's, it's some, and an obstacle, what I like about the word obstacle or challenge is it something to be over overcome, you know? And it and, is. Um, yeah. And for me, viewership problems. Is, that's why I like to call them is like, is that like a challenge? It's not like, it's not, I think a lot of people, they think, Oh, it didn't work out for me, you know? And a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people actually quit as of recent and stuff. And you're like, 
you were telling people a month ago you love streaming and and when there's 30 people in there you're so excited do you actually love streaming or do you love the eyes on you because we all love the eyes on us but i think there's got to be a deep rooted something you got to have a why and you got to have something and for me i've started to realize more and more my why isn't this whole idea of um fame or fortune or whatever i'd love to pay my bills off this whole thing at some point would be really cool but realistically for me what i'm more most excited for and i want i encourage people if you're listening and you're a streamer you need to find out what yours is but for me like I've been getting so many crazy messages recently, like and so many, like two, two to three for me. That's so many, mm-hmm. but of people just like, thank you so much for streaming this much during this time. It's really given me like, like something to do. It's given me hope. It's given me. And I think, I don't know. I, I just think that's why I do it for me is I want to inspire. I want to encourage. I want to motivate people. I want people. And it's not this like cheesy thing. It's it's legitimately like that fills me up and, and it gets me excited when people, um, when our community comes together or when that happens or, or whatever. And so I think you got to find the why you're doing it because if the why you're doing it is to get big and be in big in gaming, it might not be enough because you need your why when your viewership is down or you need your why when you're first starting out you need your why in outside of streaming you need your why when the days are hard and you can't it's hard to get up or whatever you know how did you find your why i think i found my why um i had my why at the beginning i lost my why i think in the in the middle somewhere where you start to get you know when i hit sub goals or when i hit certain things you started to be like oh wow like this is why i'm here you know like I'm here to grow and I'm here to become the biggest streamer or I'm here to become bigger and bigger, you know, whatever it is. And then when my numbers drop back down, I started to see like, okay, this isn't, I, that's not help. I can't, I won't continue streaming if that's the case. And so I've started to realize like, Oh no, it's all about impacting the most people as possible. And not even the most people, but the people who are here. Like it's about impacting those people uh, in some sort of way. And even if they don't remember that it was me that impacted them in that way, that, that pushed them towards doing something great or doing something that they wanted to do or whatever it is, or just getting through that next day, uh, hopefully it does like impact them. And that for me is like, oh, when there's like five people in here, I'm still going to be stoked because that's people that I that are here and who I can hopefully uh, well, have, a, have a positive imp- impact on. And again, I think we just we tend to just look at numbers and and like people as just numbers and data on a sheet, especially in social media, especially, especially in social media views, streams, downloads for podcasts, any, all that stuff. We do think, Oh, I don't, I don't have thousands and thousands, thousands. Like, but at the same time, like I said earlier, that's like, if you have eight viewers or whatever, like it's eight people that have chose to go Mm -hmm. into your stream. Yeah, like when you say only eight viewers, what is that really saying about those eight viewers? You know, like, right. like if people are it's like, like they're not important. well, I only have like five average viewers. It's like, so are those five people? He's like, important? I got five devices set up in my room. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. He's like, I got this whole operation. I got like, I got an iPad over here, another computer over here, <laughs> my phone over there watching. No, I think about that sometimes though. And I've talked to a lot of streamers about that, especially with through doing like interviews now and stuff. Like okay, yeah. you started to talk about viewership. That's the biggest thing for people is well, like viewership issues and stuff. You doing these interviews, I actually am really interested. What is like your top one or two things you've learned from these interviews? Like you've seen either commonalities across all of them or cause I'm just really interested in that. Well, yeah, I think the common, the common area is like everyone's stressed out about the numbers, dude. 
Really? Everyone. Okay. Not like that people are like freaking out on the, on there, but you can just kind of, the main thing we talk about when you talk about streaming, everyone says numbers. Everyone goes to numbers. Or if I ask, how's your stream doing to people? I'll even ask people that offline. Mm. So good. Uh, we're, we have, we're averaging this much, averaging this much. That's like or, the they'll, or they'll be like, oh, numbers are down right now or whatever. I'm, I'm like, oh, I, sometimes I'll even say to people if I know them well, I'll be like, I didn't ask about that. Yeah. Ask like, how, how is your stream going? Like, what are you doing? Like, are you stoked about streaming? Are you? And that's more of the question that, like when people ask me, like, how's your stream doing? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let them know like, oh, we just did this or we just did that. Because for me, the, the numbers are important, but they're not like, I don't want, like if I think back on my stream in five years, I don't want to think about, oh, we hit this number. You don't even remember. I yeah, I want to think about moments, man. Like, I want to think about moments that we had. And hopefully I think about life in that way, too. Like, oh, like, I'm sorry if you're, like, you're not going to think back on your life when you're old and be like, oh, I made this much money. Like, you're not going to think back on your life when you're old and think, oh, man, I got that promotion. Yeah. You're going to think back and be like, okay, what did I do with the people I loved? And did I actually make an impact? And did I actually do something, you know, like, worth, you know, living for? And, and that's really kind of what I'm trying to chase more. And what, when I ask people questions like that, I'm not trying to be like too deep and all this kind of stuff, but streaming is a very, very, uh, fragile thing to do. Like people, people, you're really fragile when you do it. Cause your whole heart's out there and you're like, your numbers are out there in front of people. And if you don't do them, uh, or if you don't have the right mindset, then you won't last. And I, I said that a while ago. And I hadn't really seen people quit and stuff, but recently I've seen people quit or like take breaks or stuff like that. And I'm like, Oh, makes a lot more sense. Like, cause I'll see people get really successful and do a lot of like stuff and their conversation, their, their dialogue or in their, uh, their vocab is basically all about, yes. Hey, we hit this goal numbers wise that we're doing really well as a stream. We've done this and what doing well as a stream means all numbers. And I, those are all, some of those people that that were talking like that are the same people who aren't here, like in terms of like streaming and stuff. And so I look at it this way in business and a lot of like business and leadership books. They talk about this all the time is that the one thing that can actually destroy a company or an organization is too much success mm. too quickly. Like imagine if you got an order for like 20 million in units of like, say this microphone right here, 20 million yeah. units, but you're like this little startup who doesn't have the money to like yeah. have a factory and like pump these things out and they're not going to give you all the money up front. it's like how yeah. you, like some of those things and also you try to hire people up to make it, make it work. And all of a sudden you're getting all this debt, all this debt. And then you're just crushed by yeah. the actual success of the company. So it's the same way with streaming and consecration in general is that if you get success too quickly, it is so easy to lose it because you mm. weren't like, I would rather be a person that gradually levels up and, and gets to a place where my character my who I am can actually sustain the influence that I have. Yeah, and that's what I say about your stream all the time. And I and not even just because you're my brother, but I I just firmly believe the people and the connections you're making with the people that watch your stream, other streamers, those kind of things that are happening within your community, is actually building a foundation for something much deeper. It's not just a viewer base. Like, and I know that's such a cliche. You always hear like on YouTube the stream, how do you grow your stream? You're building your community. Like they say all the time, but it's actually happening. And we're seeing people like there for each other, you know, talking to each other. Yeah. Sometimes night they're in a conversation in the stream and it's not even about you. They're yeah, just I'm like, like I'm like, what the I'm like uh, they're like, Nick, why this is our conversation. Yeah, this I'm is like, our this is just for us to connect. And so 
I just think you're building a great foundation. That's what I would say is that anybody who's feeling discouraged or maybe you're listening to this and you're like, oh, like whatever you're doing in life, you feel discouraged. You feel like, so, like you're not having an impact or an influence. Like give it time. You know, one of the quotes my boss always says that I always thought was so, is so good is he says, we overestimate what we can do in a year, but we underestimate what we can do in four or five years mm-hmm. with that same intentionality. Like we think, oh, I can accomplish the world in a year. I could like have a straight, I could be this big thing. But then we don't, we don't, we underestimate, oh, if we did like, if we did something consistently for four to five years, oh, wow. the yeah. massive impact and influence, what can happen? We don't think that we think like, oh no, in a year, I'll have this boom, boom. It's like, you know, I'll have like this dream. I'll have this, you know, amount of views. I'll have this. Or, or they go like in a year, if I'm, if it's not, it doesn't happen in a year, yes. I guess it, it's not meant to be. Yes. That's you're so like, true. Really? Like, cause every business that's ever been made most of the time isn't profitable in the first like what however many years you know well and here's the thing like some of the big streamers that i that i know i'm just gonna say the ones that i know like tim the Tatman or ninja and stuff like that these people's they they, they were streaming for years before they got to the amount of success and yeah. virality that are at today that they took them years they streamed before they even knew it was a, a viable thing mm-hmm. and yeah they were first to the market they were early on yeah, yeah. but they did that doesn't excuse them from the hard work they've had to put in like people think like, oh, it's because they got there early. They got lucky. They, they rolled the dice and, you know, they like in Vegas, they played the numbers and it worked out for them. No, they actually had to put in the work. Yeah, they were positioned well, but that's all you have to do now. You yeah. position yourself well and then you work your face off. Makes sense. And, be, con- really, yeah. and be consistent. Yeah, and I think that's kind of, that's kind of the space that I'm in right now, right? Those early years. And I think a lot of people need to realize where they're at and kind of know their size a little bit sometimes is for me and, and kind of the trick is I, I say this a lot. Like I'm in the learning phase. Like I'm just like, sitting you here, are. I want to just like soak up as much of what other people are doing and, and people who are farther ahead than me and all that kind of stuff. I don't ever want to leave that space. I don't think I've kind of started to realize is like, I always want to be like learning from people. Lifelong leaders like or really, lifelong really learners. Like, yeah. Just like really curious about what other people are doing. And that's like the interview side of things. That's why I'm doing that. And I think other people want that. And they're not getting that from small streamers. They're getting that from big streamers. There's a couple people have podcasts, but they're talking about, oh, like, hey, you know, how's the 100,000 views going? You know, like, you're like, sick, dude. I can't He's like, even. yeah, man, it was a really slow day. I went down from 250,000 viewers to 100,000. Yeah, like... It's just a really weird day. Yeah, it's so stressful. It's like, okay, how's that mortgage going? Yeah, like, um, it's it's something for me where I just, I think that's that's kind of the space that I'm in right now. And that's kind of, where uh where I think a lot of other streamers should be but well, they're not. Yeah, that and they and they again people think they need to be have it all put together. They need to have all the answers for what they're doing with stream. Yeah. It's okay to literally admit like yeah, I'm in the testing phase. I'm in the experimental mm. phase of my career. I'm looking at a 5 to 10 trajectory. I'm not looking at 12 months. Like yeah. I'm looking at this year first year of streaming. Think how much you when you come to up to a year, which is in May? May? Yeah. When you go up to a year Think how much you've learned in this 12 month calendar year of about streaming and creation and how you've like, I mean, how much you've ramped up creating micro on Instagram, doing stream, this, us doing YouTube videos, even the way we've tested out YouTube videos and done Mm -hmm. things like, oh, interesting. Okay. This one's doing really good. Like, why is that? And you start to test and the more you test, all success is, is someone standing on a pile of failures, like a pile of them and just going, going to bat and just swinging the bat. Okay. That one, we struck out on that one. Okay. Move on to the next one. Yeah. You know, and that's what you're doing and that's what it takes to be successful. Like it takes literally taking a swing of the bat and keep swinging, keep swinging, keep swinging. Eventually you're going to connect. And when yeah. you connect, run those bases, that's it, man. You you just completely can 
can double down on that hit, you know, and like you know what actually is going to like take your career fur- further, or taking your career further, but you got to you got to swing the bat. You got to mm-hmm. keep trying. You got to keep trying stuff, keep experimenting. Yeah. Interesting, man. I think it's good. I think that's good to kind of like have us kind of wrap up on that. Yeah, on totally. I think uh for anybody listening, it's hopefully these like Nick and Tony shows help out a little bit to kind of let you into a little bit of our thought process behind what we do. Uh, but also not even just for going into like social media side of things or whatever, but just really helping out life wise. And we're, we're in it too. You know, we're in it too. We don't know what's five next two years old or whatever. Like we don't have it figured out in terms of what it looks like for us. And for me, especially like financially, I don't have it figured out. Um, you know, future of like what I'm doing, I, I don't have it figured out. And so, um, hopefully that helps, but, uh, just to leave on like, a, I don't know, like on a better note, I guess like a more happy note, <laughs> uh, Tony, you gotta, you gotta talk about like all of us being in this house right now. There's like four people in like a small part. We did not plan for this at all we the dogs we got everything bro we like last night luckily we were like all playing games and stuff like that but it was super fun but it's so funny because the dogs seem to be going crazier and crazier like winston seems to be going crazier and crazier in this house it's been absolutely insane um the other day tony and i were sitting on the couch and winston came in from going to the restroom <laughs> and this like uproar like going like bouncing off the walls it was the weirdest thing winston's our dog by the way or my dog he's going off the white rails and then he shoots into the like crevice of the couch like where the two pillows meet and just like stick gets stuck in there for a bit tony and i looked at each other like what is going on and so out here the quarantine in la has been like absolutely just well we didn't expect like i we knew we moved in me and you would be home a lot because we work from home and stuff we didn't expect, okay, Cammie's, my wife's working from home now because of yep. order. Jordan's now at home full time. Yep. Like, we have six living beings in this, like, three-bedroom yeah. three apartment, which seems yeah. big, but it's like, it's like when you have six living beings 24 <laughs> hours a day together in this place, there's no, like, leaving. I don't know if any of you guys have experienced one ye- that, too. One yelling, wombat roll! Yeah, wombat literally, roll! <laughs> literally, this guy, when he does the wombat roll, whenever he gets a raid and does that wombat roll, he literally, like, I feel it from my desk, like, my desk shake when he hits the ground. <laughs> well hey thank you guys so much uh for listening we really appreciate you guys on audio we appreciate you guys on twitch appreciate you guys on uh youtube as well um yeah we're gonna keep doing these womcasts over and over again if you guys uh wouldn't mind maybe sharing it with a friend you know just just you know maybe burn it on a cd or on that dvd rom yeah put it on a dvd rom and send it right over to them or maybe like on a on a cassette maybe record this uh Send it right over to them. That'd be sick, nasty. Make sure you guys rate it. All that kind of stuff. Like, subscribe, dab on the haters. Believe, achieve, conceive. Don't ideas. 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 Conceive ideas. Ideas, not people. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Love ya. We'll see ya. He just hit the mic. Hit the mic. Sorry. We'll see ya next time. You beautiful human beings. Okay. Bye.